Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. On Mornings with Ben Davis, it's your chance to get it off your chest. No sporting topic is off limits. It's the 11 a.m. mayhem. Yes, and as always, we reward you for that. We have dinner or drinks you pick on us about to to the Sporting Globe, Rabina or Loganheim, oh, the home of live AFL and NRL. It's Christmas tree time on the board. I love this. Let's head to Brendan. Brendan, good morning to you. A first cab off the rank. What's on your mind? Good morning. I was just listening to the conversation before. I just wanted to make a point about the biological males in female sport. Yep. Um, I'm a father. I've got daughters. And um, there's a lot of moral blackmail around this issue in terms of if you raise any questions, you're transphobic. Um, I'll be respectful to a transgender person. I'll call them whatever name, how they want to be addressed in that. But when it comes to the safety and health of my daughters in sport, um, no, I don't want a biological male playing in those sporting teams. Um, And I don't believe that moral blackmail should be used to try and quell the debate. Brendan, as a father of a daughter myself, I, I'm with you. I, I, and I think there'll be a lot of people who are in the same boat and feel just that. Yeah, safety has got to be the first and foremost uh, decision-making point. That's, that's where you, the line starts and, for me, probably stops. Inclusion is one thing, but being safe about it, regardless of what sport, mate, I reckon you've absolutely nailed it. And that is a great way to kick off 11 a.m. mayhem. Clubhouse leader at the moment, Brendan, thank you. Your thoughts? Do you agree? Disagree with Brendan? Happy to take them with you and with, uh, sorry, happy to take them off you uh, this Wednesday morning, 13, 13, 55. Uh, Jamie is online too. G'day, Jamie. Hello, Jamie. Are you there? Oh, no. All right. Well, let's go to Nick. Nick, good morning to you. How you doing, Ben? I'm Mr. Mr. Energy, I call you. <laughs> Mr. Energy. There we go. What about I... you? Ever breathe, mate? You ever breathe? <laughs> well, it's got to be entertaining, right? Sen Sports Entertainment Network. So, ben, yeah, up and about. Fantastic, mate. I've actually met. I met you before, mate. At a uh, with our big mate Chris Bomber at, at a corporate soccer game at the Royal many years ago. Oh goodness gracious, that was a long time ago. Yeah, it was, yeah. mate. What's on your mind, Nick? Good to hear from you, again. mate. I actually we talked to it. You discussed earlier on about the uh, sporting event. Now you guys, you guys rave on about rugby league, AFL, was that? But the real game, mate. I was in two hundred six Australian Croatia in Stuttgart. Now you tell me about atmosphere, and you've just got no idea. Oh wow! And especially after Zelko Kalat, I don't know how he conned what's the name Gus to go in the side of Schwarzer, and they let a ridiculous goal and. We got up to all we end um end up going the next 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 um next group. It's unbelievable, mate. Unbelievable. So good. How many how many thousand were in the crowd for that one? Um there was mate all it was just um it was it was probably a lot more creation because a lot of because of the war a lot of yeah. a lot of ex 
live in, in Germany, etc., etc. I'd probably think um, uh, 40, 45, but the, the atmosphere, just got, I've been to Rugby League World Cup, I've been to the Ashes 2013 at Lords, and mate, this is just out of this world. You've got no idea. And especially at the end when um, half, a lot of the Australian guys and girls were wearing half cast jerseys, like half Aussie, half Croatian jerseys, and, and the best part of that when we, got, when we went back to our room, they were singing, you're red, you're white, you're going home tonight. And tell you what, they didn't like it very much. <laughs> and they were swearing in, in Croatian, I'm, I'm from Montenegro. I said, yeah, well done, boys. One of your best. And they were looking at me, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, dear. You're taking your life into your own hands. Hey, Nick, thank you for sharing outstanding stuff. Um, yeah, your greatest sporting moment. The reason why we were talking about that earlier today, it is George Gregan's 50th birthday. That's right. Today, George Gregan, our most capped Wallaby, 139 tests, and he came up with one of the great all-time sporting moments of this country. That tackle on Jeff Wilson, that was 1994. Whew, let's take a breath on that when you work at that. was 29 years ago. But it then got us talking about great sporting moments, ones that you have seen live, not on telly, that you are at. We've heard from someone who's a Buddy Franklin Thousandth goal at the SCG. We've just heard from Nick, who was at a Socceroos Croatia match in Stuttgart, 2006 World Cup. How good's that? Right, let, let's try. Let's try Jamie again. He's on line five this time. Jamie, g'day. G'day, Benny. How are you, mate? Good. What's on your mind, mate? The Sam Walker situation. I find. I feel like it's a big kick in the guts of the rest of the competition, don't you? Like um, the Tigers are yet to find a win, but yet somehow Brooks. Luke Brooks keeps his gig at the Tigers. Yep. The Roosters lose two games, and I don't feel like they were by a lot of points. And all of a sudden, they sack Sam Walker. Like a player of Sam Walker's quality, to have the luxury to just sit him in reserve grade while you play Joey Manu, I think mm. that's... Um, it, what, what's your thoughts, mate? Is it just standards at different clubs, or do you think it's just the luxury of having the depth that the Roosters have that the Tigers probably don't? I reckon there's a couple of things there, and and all could be parts of column A, column B. Jamie, I'm glad you raised this, because it is something I wanted to talk to Mal Meninga about today, but with the Ashes team being dropped at the time we were talking to Mal, we got a bit waylaid. But all right, a couple of schools of thoughts on this one. Sam Walker is a victim of Joey Manu moving into the halves. I think that was a no-brainer from Trent Robertson. That had to happen. We know that he is a wonderful 5'8". We saw that at the World Cup. So out of Kiri and Walker, one had to go. Why did it have to be Sam Walker? That's the big question. Is it just Trent Robinson sending him back to reserve grade for a couple of weeks to get a bit of confidence up, just to learn perhaps how to direct a team around the park? Is it part of his learning experience or is it bigger stuff? I mean, you've got to think here he's at the end yeah. of his, and you've got to think here he's at the end of his career, right? Or in the twilight. I'm not the end of his career. That's probably a bit, bit harsh, but obviously he's got more years in, uh, down the track than Sam Walker. So why wouldn't you keep the kid? Why wouldn't you keep him in first grade? If he's your and, future. And that's, that's the next thing. That's probably the next question to ask, isn't it? Like, if Joey Manu and, and Luke Carey absolutely kill it in the next couple of weeks, you, you, you're sort of at a rock and a hard place whether to bring Sam back in. So you've got a player like Sam Walker and the quality of him sitting in reserve grade where another team could probably use him. Like, it, it's, yeah, I mean, it could go the other way too and it could not work and he could have egg on his face, but yeah. Yeah, and, and then he's got Sam Walker in reserve. You, you know what it opens up, Jamie? And let, let, Let's go down this path. Sam Walker still in reserve grade in eight weeks' time. Do you think his manager's not picking up the phone and going, right, what's going on here? We've just signed a contract extension till the end of 2025, but we're playing in uh, New South Wales uh, Cup. 
So let's talk release. Who, who, who picks yeah. him up? Who, who's got a half that's coming off contract at the end of next year? Who's looking for, and I'm talking, I don't know, someone in Sam Walker's backyard where he grew up, a club that almost had him, should have had him, don't have him, but could use him. Um, Sam Walker I'm, to I'm the Broncos? <laughs> I think that could be absolutely perfect. And with Ezra Mam and Reese Walsh, there's a 10-year spine for you. So I reckon that's not a bad decision. I reckon if they wanted to look down that path, Jamie, I think we've just solved the Broncos recruiting problems. Thank you. Well done, mate. 13 13 55 Call me biased, but I think Jamie's now the clubhouse leader on that. Uh, Frank, g'day. Oh, g'day, mate. The Tigers will take him, no problem. <laughs> They'll take anything at this stage, won't they? <laughs> yeah. Well, I've actually, I've actually got a couple of very strong scoops for you. Oh, go for it. I love this. Okay, so I live on the Sunshine Coast, mm-hmm. and you know that there's a prominent wealthy businessman who owns a golf cup, golf course up here <laughs> on the Sunshine Coast. Remember him? Yeah, I do. I do. He's back in the yeah. news again, yep. Well, well, I'll tell you what, a few weeks ago, guess whose chopper was on his resort? No. Who? Well, it had a, sh- it had a shark on the side of it. Oh, Hello. Hello, Hello, Frank. Hello, Hello. Frank. Okay. Yeah. So they've been renovating that whole place for about two years now. They're renovating the whole place. And I reckon next year when they come to Australia, it'll be there. It was one of the great all-time resorts, wasn't it? And the players used to love to have the PGA there. They'd bring their families. They'd sit around. I know Mal Meninga used it as a base for State of Origin uh, in his early years as well until it all, Clive, just yep. turned it pear-shaped. So, Frank, yeah. Frank, so that, this, is yep, out, yep, this, don't, yep. this is outstanding info. This is a great scoop and great inside yep. information. The shark, yep. his chopper at Coolum. Brilliant. That's right. And I'll give you another scoop, too, around the Tigers. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't really call it a scoop, but in my time watching rugby league and following uh, Tim Sheens and other coaches, I predict that the Tigers won't win a game till round 10. <laughs> That's a and I'll tell you why. Because... I'll tell you yeah. why. Well, I'm a Tigers supporter, but if you want to remove someone from the, from the board like Lee had your panelist, who's a West man, or you want to remove Pasco, keep losing. <laughs> keep losing and they'll be gone. <laughs> Frank, I, I love it. Th- thank you. Thank you, mate. Just to spite the board, you're going to keep losing. From a Tigers fan, round 10. I actually haven't looked who they've got coming up over the next few rounds. But uh, anyway, Frank, that's, that's good. We're, the clubhouse leader is now just turned into Frank. Scoops like that will get you to the front of the line every single day. The Sharks chopper at Coolum. You know what? I'm pretty sure Greg Norman is talking in Adelaide tomorrow for Live Golf. Get on to our Adelaide correspondence. Our, oh, get on to Cornsey and say, Kane, fire up the Shark. Is he coming to Coolum? All right. Uh, let me see. Tom is on line four. Good day, Tom. Hey mate, how you going? Very well. What's made you call into the radio today? Oh, just just talking about sports and um, something that happened yesterday in, in an NBA game that sparked a lot of debate. Um, oh, yep. So a player was on the ground and grabbed someone's ankle, and the uh, his name is Draymond Green. And Draymond Green, to release himself, really just tugged at his leg and stomped on the guy on the floor 
then um, on uh, John Joe Green was ejected. Now, I grew up over the last 22 years playing in sports. When someone grabbed me, I would, you know, exert a lot of force to get them off me or grab my shirt or, you know, yeah. lock arms. I would, sure, you know, you know, give them the same kind of, like, energy back. But, um, you know, yesterday only one got ejected because of the stomp, whereas, you know, my debate is both of them should have got something or um, you can't just, you can't just uh, pick on one person for that and, um, you know, have him as the evil person rather than, you know, both were in the wrong place. So someone who someone instigated it. Yeah, and I'd say, Tom, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm with you on this because – and this is this is me because I, I'd be – I'd be that person retaliating, and that's where I know it's wrong, mm. and the rules tell us it's wrong. But surely, if someone does something to you, you're allowed to exactly. lash out, hit yeah. back, retaliate. No, so if it's good for the goose, it's good for the gander, right? So both should have been ejected, yeah? Yeah, yeah, ejected, or at least, you know, both should have been talked about as done the wrong. Um, you know, if, uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you're in the game, you're in the atmosphere, yeah. you can't just... Yeah, there's no victim. You're both the uh, both uh, um, players on the floor, you know, doing that. So, um, yeah, what? I was just, just talking to my friends about it, really, yeah. And, and they're in agreement. So it should be should be a penalty for those, for um, who was grabbing uh, who was grabbing his foot in the first place and got stomped on. Right. Beautiful. Tom, thank you, mate. Well done. Uh, if you saw the incident, uh, let me know your thoughts. 13 13 55 0467 736 736. This one's been flashing green. And for us, that's a system in here. And I'm about to press on the button. <clears throat> it's our old mate, Jason, who's back. Jason, morning hey. to you. Morning. I, I just, I want to... I should go back to Frank and ask if he can give me a scoop because <laughs> I want to know what's happening with the Albion trots. No, I, I went there. Oh, well, I didn't go there. I went to the creek the other night <laughs> yeah. and I couldn't find a park. So I happened to park in there because there wasn't anyone there. Now, honestly, there is prime real estate sitting there, prime real estate. And no one, there's more people lined up to take over the North, Northern Territories Police Commissioner's job than going in there. What? Dead sex. The Northern Territory Police Commissioner. Where did that come Seriously? from? Okay, okay. Um, all right, well, so you so The creek, their prestige restaurant, there'd be more bookings than an Alice Springs outdoor event. <laughs> We've gone back to the territory again. Jason, where do you propose then that the trots move to? Are you saying that is Redcliffe enough or is there a new or another place that they could set up headquarters? Because well, you got, hang on, you got the, do, the you got the dogs, you got the dogs at Albion Park too. Mate, you can put on dancing girls there. No one's going there. Yeah, but the, you don't they're have They're only betting on it at the TAB and they're using it for cameras. So why don't yeah. put it, and you put it in a studio somewhere. <laughs> a studio. What, like the Truman oh, Show? Like a big studio. <laughs> Yes, like the Truman Show, but get it out of there because it's prime real estate. Uh, no, Jason, I, I hear what you're saying, and that's where they were talking about putting a potential Olympic stadium. But I'm tipping those in the racing industry, in the pacing, chasing uh, industry, would would probably have something to say against that. And look, of course, you've got to remember, what are you really gambling with when you do have a punt on the trots and the and the dogs as well? But 
the thing is there are a lot watching midweek meetings and they're watching on Sky and it's an industry. They've, they've got to be somewhere. So it's one thing to say that's prime real estate. They could probably make a lot of money out of it. And I say they, the, the industry body. But where do they go? Where do they go? The studio. Yes, Jason, one of your best. Uh, let's have a look here. Hey, Mike wants to talk origin. Good stuff, Mike. Good day. Oh, I can't. I can't follow that. Right? <laughs> Who can? Uh, Are you going to take us to the Northern <laughs> Territory? <laughs> uh, no, I, I can be pretty clinical. Uh, trots are going to Norwell about halfway between Brisbane and the Gold Coast. Okay. Kick off 2025, and the dogs are going out to I think Ripley or somewhere That's on the right. other side of Ipswich. Yeah, there, there is a, yeah. a centre of oh, centre of excellence. Is that what it's called? It's going to be a yeah the the, the big uh, greyhound centre out there. That's um under yeah, yes something like that. Um, I'll just um, put put, a, put something to you. Um, Dane Gagai, he worries me every week with all that strapping on his leg mm-hmm. for State of Origin coming up. Um, if he doesn't make it or get it, gets injured or not, not up to form, yeah. who's the next available specialist Queensland centre in the NRL? It's a very good question, isn't it? A specialist centre. Well, yeah. I'll, and and I've got the answer. Okay, go. Isaiah Tass. Isaiah Tass. Okay. Yeah, the South yeah. Sydney. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ninety-three percent uh, defence record in the NRL. Played twenty-three games. Twenty-four years of age. Mike, we're going to take your name and number, and if somehow Isaiah Tass gets named from Billy Slate, well, I'm going to be calling you on well, you know ten days out from Origin One, going, you were a freak. Yeah. You've got some inside knowledge. I I, I like no. where you go. I like where you're going with that. But what about Philip Sarney, yeah. who's been there uh, at the Titans? He, yeah. He's been outstanding for the Titans, and he's been yeah. there and done it before for Origin uh, for the Maroons. Could yeah, could be. Although yeah, and Billy said the other day too that. Um, he doesn't mind playing people out of position, which obviously brings in the hammer. Um, hammer and Brenko Lee's been there before. And um, look, it wouldn't worry me to put Cobbo in the centres. People say, oh, he's only a winger, but geez, a big guy. Yeah, he's a big unit, isn't he? So Cobbo in the centres, then right. who, who, who's who's your wingers? Oats and uh, Coates. 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 Oats and Coates and Co. Oh, and Tawalungi. He's got to be there somewhere, doesn't he? Yeah. Got to be. Just, just one quick one, Benny. Yep. Your old mate uh, Bombers, the um, CEO at Albion Park these days. Oh, I know, yeah, the harness racing queens. I see. I probably should get him on the phone. I probably should get him and Jason together in a hey. room and, and see what happens. Hey, he'll let you in for free. But it's free entry anyway. Okay, cheers, Hey, Mike, thank you for that. Oh, there we go. 11 a.m. mayhem. <laughs> That's been mayhem this morning too. Um, look, Frank with his scoop. I'm going to go early. I know we've still got another 40-odd minutes or 37 minutes of the show to go, which that's when we normally traditionally give away uh, the prize. But I'm going to go Frank. I'm going to, I'm going to crow early. Uh, Frank is our winner. He is off to the Sporting Globe. Drinks on us uh, or dinner. If you're buying the drinks, we'll get dinner. Uh, well done, Frank, with that scoop. The Sharks Chopper, seen at Coolum. At Clive's place, which they've done, I, I, I've driven past it. I haven't been inside it. What's it like? What is it like? I, I've heard stories about refurbs. Uh, they would have had to spend a lot on it. Would have had to spend plenty the way it was run down. Uh, the course, I'm pretty sure it's still open. 
Is it? Isn't it? That's something I should have asked, Frank. Maybe you can shed some light on it if you're uh, up the sunny coast. 13, 13, 55, 04, 6, 7, 7, 3, 6, 7, 3, 6. Uh, The captain's run coming up after midday today. Denon Camp and, of course, the goat, Cameron Smith, the immortal in waiting, which Mel Meninga didn't mention in his chat about immortals, but that doesn't matter. We've got him here on SEN. Uh, Scotty Drinkwater, too, coming up before midday. Uh, One thing I'll be asking him is... Give me three reasons why you should be tipping the Cowboys this weekend. Tipster's nightmare, isn't it? The NRL. 13, 13, 55, 0467, 736, 24 past 11.